0: and in so many ways that would be the right thing to say really but this lady seeing the repentance in his eyes and his heart chose to forgive and as jesus sorry as god the father looked at us He required justice. And he got justice. The death penalty was paid. One of the last sayings of Christ on the cross and in this relationship with 2013 and coming to the end of that, one of those last sayings of Christ was, It is finished. It is finished. The word is tetelestai. Tetelestai. And it basically means paid in full. Amazing. From a human point of view though, As Jesus hung on the cross then, what may have the people thought as they looked upon him when he said, it is finished? John 19 gives this account. As Jesus hung on the cross through all that he had been through, And he said these words, seemingly defeated. For at this point of his suffering, there would have been no shout, for there was no ounce of energy in his body for that. In so many ways, the people who stood and they looked at that cross that day would have heard a voice that was weak, that was at the end of its ability to cry. It would have been far more of a whisper as he hung there, unable to breathe, as he suffocated those last moments. It is You see, Jesus had actually said these same verses, or these same words, not that long before. This was the second time that he'd said. The other time was when he was in the garden, and he was praying to the Father. And up to this point, that was correct because he knew it was that final phase he was going into. All that I have been called to do at this point has been completed, he said to the Father. But this was the second time, that second phase, the final phase, when it was paid in full. Paid in full. As he hung on the cross there, What may have been in the thoughts and the minds of the people when he said that? Could it have been something like, I tried, I tried to lead these these people in a better way. I gave it my all. But that's all I could do. My earthly time where I came to teach maybe a better way. but I could, do no, I could do no more and it's finished. The end of my earthly life, I can give no more, my breath is taken away, it is finished. Would that have been the words that the people heard or transcribed from those words? What would they have heard in that last gasp of the Saviour. Was it the words of someone finally seeing reality that they tried their hardest but they could do no more? What does Paul say to us? The cross is what to those who don't believe? A stumbling block. You see, if you and I had ordered our salvation or the rescue of the world or the the dealing with sin, if you and I had been given the task of doing that, would we have chosen to do it this way? If God had come to you one night and sat down with you and he said, I need you to help me to work out the way of salvation. What would be your way? And as you maybe listen to God's heart and his anguish of his, created, of his creation that he was able to stand up and look over and say, it is... Very good. I made this with my own hands. And God doesn't do anything half-hearted. And he shared out his heart with you about this tragic loss of relationship between himself and man. And he cried out to you and shared of his inability to accept sin as part of his creation. Creation that was made right, correct and pure with a relationship between God and man that was perfect. And he shared it his utter horror of the way that he saw man's heart and all that man had to do in this world to survive. The hunger, untimely deaths and murder, the stealing, the rapes and he shared that with you. What might your response have been to God? on how to deal with this situation. And then he shared with you, I've got an idea, Mary, he said. I've got an idea, Terry, I want you to listen to me. What do you think about this, Terry and Joy? This is my idea. I'm going to send my son, my one and only son and I'm going to allow him to be taken and nailed to a cross and I'm going to allow them to beat him. And right at the end when he has no strength left, I'm going to pour out my wrath against all sin upon himself. I'm going to do this to my son because of my hatred for sin and my need, not just my desire, my need for justice. When God who had spoken to you about this told you of his idea, what would you have said? (laughs) Would you think that was a great idea? Would you have thought that was the perfect way of dealing with sin? You know, it's so hard to get our human minds around God's ways at times. The scriptures often tell us that his ways are perfect but it also tells us this, that his ways are not our ways. His ways are not our ways. I would suggest that if we had been involved, you and I, we wouldn't have a future in heaven. We'd have gone in there and we'd have wanted to destroy everything. And we'd have mucked it up completely. Mucked it up completely. Well, I can't talk for you, but that would be me. You see, Jesus came to earth to do the will of the Father. And the will of the Father was for the shepherd to go and bring the sheep back to the flocks. The will of the Father was to go and to seek and to save the lost. The will of the Father was to seek out all whose hearts would turn to him and then to make a righteous path back to relationship. That was the will of the Father and Jesus came to do that very thing. So, when he hung on the cross, he was able to hang there and say, that is finished, it is finished. The debt is paid in full. Justice has been done. When Jesus was tempted, when Satan took him out into the desert and he stood him high up and let him see the world he said, I'll give you this, just follow me. You know, that was all about the cross. When he said, in the hunger of Jesus, 40 days and nights without food. He said, just turn these stones into bread. That was about the cross. You see, all of Jesus' life and all that he went to was about the cross because at any one of that point, Those points are those three points of the temptation. If Jesus had just taken, if he had just turned a stone into bread, the obedience of the Father was lost. The obedience to the Father was lost. If he looked over the world as his mind flashed forward, knowing what was to come, and said, do I take all of this or do I take the cross? At that point he chose the cross. His whole life was leading forward to the time when he could say it is finished. And at the end of 2013, the end of 2013, if the one thing that lingers with us Throughout this time, let it be these words that all that Christ came for, from the beginning of Genesis 3.15, right through all the prophecies of the Old Testament, 300 of them or so, that were fulfilled in him. But then far more than the other, that he took upon the justice. Restorative justice. Restoration into relationship with God the Father who desired it from the very beginning of creation, whose plan for the cross was there before he created us. Restorative justice where he took all of his anger against sin and he poured it out on his son and he closed down the son to make it dark while he did it. That restorative justice that brings us who don't deserve any of it back into a relationship with God the Father so that we in the future will live with him in a home that Jesus has actually gone now from the cross to prepare for us. He's done it all. He's paid the price He's bridged the cavern between God and us and now he goes to prepare a place for us and then when we go to them there, no, this, this table won't be there, this meal won't be there, but there will be a table, there will be a meal prepared for him that we will sit around like the families at Christmas time and we will sit there and we will gaze upon him who's done it all done it all and you and I have done what except say thank you but in that day we will sit there and we will look at him and we'll see him face to face and that thank you will mean so much more because we will see him then and we'll see the scars still on his body we'll see where those where those a crown of thorns was faced and pushed down in his brow. We'll see those hands as he hands us the plate. We'll see those scars on his hand. And if we come up close and we look down at those feet, we will see those scars. But on his back, on his back, the furrowed lines will still be there that bore the brunt of our sin. And the deep wound in his side, where that blood and water flowed so freely for you and for me. What do we have to do? Nothing, because it's finished. The redemptive work of Christ is done and he proclaimed it that day so feebly from a body that was wracked with pain from a body that could give no more give no more because he'd given all. He had given all. It is Finished. And we come to this table. We come to this table. And we see this bread. So easily it breaks. So easily torn apart. Just like his back. As the flesh was flailed, it tears so easily. But today we don't look at this bread as we would have if we'd stood in that courtyard seeing Jesus laid over a rock and whipped. We see this bread today in the context of it is finished. His body was broken, broken for you and for me. And as we take this and we share this today, Let us hear those words. It is finished. Father, as we look at this bread now and we, our hearts can only say thank you. The realisation of what Christ did on the cross for us restorative justice and reminded so beautifully this morning from Naomi. The restorative justice in the world today it can only be possible because of the work of your Holy Spirit. The work of restorative justice between you and us is only possible because of the work of Father, Son and Spirit. And Father, as we take this today, we say thank you. Amen.